All right, hello, idiots on parade, the too ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Uh, having violent thunderstorms, uh, cloud bursts every twenty minutes or so. So, might have some thunder in the background at some point. Um, right now, oh, wow. Recording. Yeah, it was it was raining a lot yesterday. Not not today here though. It looks nice. Yeah, we're on flash flood warnings. So, uh, recording the morning, Saturday, October fifth. So, but uh, lots to talk about that happened over the past week. Oh, I'll, I'll give you one that happened to me real quick, man. You remember how we couldn't record that one night because I got all drunk because uh, my apartment filled with shit water? Yeah, yeah. Started happening again, but it ran in quicker. This time, uh, we we were here, but I um, I cooked dinner, man. I made like, uh, uh, like marinara sauce with meatballs, like handmade from scratch, everything. I made... Fettuccine noodles from scratch, pounded it out like an old Italian grandma from the hills of wherever the fuck. You know what I mean? And and I, I have it ready to go on the plate, like like presentation ready. I got the, the Parmesan grated on top. I got the mozzarella or the, like mozzarella because I did it. I did it old school. I did it authentic style. It's mozzarella. You know how like Italians, they'll write out long words and only say half of them? I had mozzarella on that fucking thing. And then I hear the rush from the other room and I'm like, God damn it. There's a bunch of shit water running into the apartment again. I must now not eat this like fresh pasta and sauce and meat that I've made. And I, I must now deal with human feces while this gets cold. You just called it a rush, not even like a gurgle or a bubbling. No, up of it was a water, rush I... this time. Luckily, it stopped all pretty quick too. But I still, you know, for about twenty minutes, I was taking bucket after bucket out to the storm drain and dumping it down. No, that being said, I don't mind the shit water. Honestly, we're paying little enough in rent for where we're at that I would literally swim through my living room, just like oh like I would swim through shit water. Um, to, to, to still be able to live here, so I, I don't give a fuck. You just need an elevated bed is all. Put your uh, bed on stilts, and then you're good. Well, no, I got I got a water bed. It floats on top of the shit water. There you go. Um, I had a water bed in high school because I was cool, and uh, my buddy, this is a true story, I'm not even making a joke, uh, called it the Dead Sea because of my virginity, my lack of uh, any sort of sex life in high school. So yeah. there you go. That was my waterbed story. Actually, it's funny, man. I had a waterbed. The first apartment that I lived in, I lived in it with my girlfriend at the time when I was 17, and we had a waterbed. I don't know how the fuck that invention got made. Well, I do know how it got made. It's, it's that Waterbeds are really cool for like a night or two, but living on one is fucking ridiculous, man. It's like, it's like hotel rooms. They're fun to stay in for a night or something if you don't stay in them a lot. But if you're in one for a week, you're like, fuck this. A waterbed. You see, you know how commercials now for beds, it's all about, you know, it's like memory foam. And they'll have like, I'm going to set the, the glass of, of, of red wine here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move and bounce up and down on this other side. And, and it won't spill. The idea, right? is that you're sharing a bed with another person, you move, it doesn't disturb your partner. Waterbeds are the opposite. They're sort of like, anytime my partner so much as sneezes, I want to be thrown halfway across the room. I want to move every time they move. I mean, like the, the commercial for a waterbed would be the opposite. I don't know why this would be appealing, but they would, they would set the red wine on, 
the the person would shift their body weight in their sleep, maybe roll from one side to the other, and the goddamn thing would would just paint the ceiling like some sort of Warhol painting. <laughs> well, I mean, and and the temperature you could never get it right. At least that's what I remember from high school. Is so with a waterbed, you would uh, lay down. You'd have to put down a sturdy frame, Dude, and they leak. They'll fucking break, and they'll and they'll, they'll soak your whole goddamn apartment if they leak. I never had that problem, but so with the heating, it was uh, so, like a series of coils in a plastic casing, a pad that went sort of in the center of the bed. It didn't cover the whole mattress bottom, so you'd have to turn the heat up to heat that portion of the water, which then was supposed to radiate and heat the entire bed. But it would either you'd either be burning through so much electricity to to heat the goddamn thing, or if you kept it at a normal. Uh, temperature then the entire bed would be cold because you wouldn't heat enough of the water it was it was really fucked up but i remember they were there used to be i don't know if you remember this from your childhood but there used to be waterbed stores like that was just all they sold like today there are mattress stores oh yeah dude that they were such a huge thing i don't know how they caught on the way they did because you think at at one point someone would live on one of those and be like no 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 it's a fun novelty thing but you don't want to permanently have one of these fucking things well, I Googled it while you were talking, and the first thing I see is this Business Insider uh, you, video. I don't know why it's not an article, but the, the title is Waterbeds Used to Be a $2 Billion Industry. What Happened? And I think you already answered the question. What happened is people caught on. It was a trend. It was not a, you know, went on for five, maybe ten years at most, I think, but it obviously did not last a lifetime. It was not a... something like that cannot keep going eventually people catch on i know i did yeah you know what waterbeds are a lot like parrots right so i I had uh i had plenty of ex-stepdads growing up one of those ex-stepdads had a parrot uh the thing about parrots they're awesome fucking birds man they're a bird you can literally train to say words it's it's hilarious it's really cool um you go over to somebody's house with a parrot they say hey look what i teach them i i taught him say cocksucker cocksucker like it's hilarious um it's inherently funny every time but here's the thing they don't just say words you know what else they also say and and this is about i will say 98 percent of what they say they also say this here and they do that all fucking day and all night and they never stop doing it it is the it is the worst animal to live with I would rather live with a fucking... I would rather live with grizzly bears, like that idiot from that documentary, Grizzly Man, because at least that thing is just going to maul me and it's over quick. These things will will slowly torture me and make me go insane like a guy in solitary, solitary confinement. I, I Living with a parrot is the worst, even I, if it's just every other weekend, like the court ordered, you know? That should be uh, <laughs> what you just said there about solitary confinement. That could be a good... Um prison punishment you know you you put a parrot dude i guarantee you right now there is a guy in guantanamo and they're just like listen waterboarding didn't work with him he can't be we ripped his fingernails out how about we give him a new pet (laughs) (laughs) who wants a cracker does paulie want a cracker you know and 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 he just sits there and fucking all right i'll tell you anything bin laden's cousin is uh he's he's in jersey now surprise because sleep Sleep deprivation is fucking real, and they do sleep deprivation. They play loud music. It's always funny. I don't have one off the top of my head, but I, I know that uh, you, you every so often, 
there comes a situation where there's a uh, just uh, hostage negotiation or so, I, there's a situation where the police blasts like achy breaky heart nonstop. Yeah, at they a did house. that. Was um, I think it was General Noriega. They played Metallica, right? Yeah, something. They always yeah. pick some Metallica. Actually, if you don't like them, but you know, at least they write tunes. But generally, it's something super obnoxious. No, dude. Here's the thing. They um, like hard rock because if if you listen to music from other countries, for the most part, I mean, there's there's that stuff in like some like European countries, but like other than other than European countries, especially the Scandinavian ones, like where do you really hear anything that sounds like hard rock? It's it's like fucking nails to people that didn't like grow up listening to that or something. Well, Scandinavian death metal is like nails to everybody except Scandinavians because they're right. Black Satan shit is... I listened to Slayer and Metallica and Exodus back in the day, but then you'd put on Voivod or Yeah, but that's the thing. is People in, like, South America, the Middle East, wherever, I mean, that's what Metallica, all that shit just kind of sounds like Scandinavian death metal. You know, it just, it all kind of sounds the same. That's why they always use that shit. It's because if you listen to their music and then compare that to, like, even even Metallica or something, it's it's so different. They wouldn't recognize it. It's sort of like that that scene in Back to the Future where he goes back and and he starts playing a song in 1955 that he's like, oh, this came out in 57. They're going to love this. And then he goes into a guitar riff from like 84. And and they're all just like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, and that that's actually still fairly same in terms of genre when you, when you compare it to the difference between Metallica and... And, uh, you, you know, just flute music from South America. That is, they're just like, oh, not only are we going to stop dancing, I, I will literally give up a military coup because this music sounds so fucking bad right now. <laughs> well, whatever works. Music, not bullets. Musical notes, not bullets. This music sounds so bad, it ended my revolution. Maybe uh, if uh, um, Amber Geyer... Geiger had you had, had entered the apartment uh, blasting Slayer or Exodus, then that man in Dallas would still be alive. Oh, I'm using that as a segue. Let's talk about no, it. No, I, I think he'd still be dead. That lady was dumb as hell. She'd be like, why is there a guy in my apartment with completely different furniture listening to Slayer? This is ridiculous. I got it. No, I'm saying she would have had the Slayer on her iPod and gone and blasting it to dis, uh, discombobulate the guy in his own apartment is my point. Oh, fuck no, man. She would have... That now, now she's got Slayer blaring her, her adrenaline's up. She would have shot the guy twice as many times. Maybe. So let's talk about that. That was my lame, awkward segue into the Amber Geyer sentencing. I don't know what your Facebook looked like or if you did a news program on Sirius, but my Facebook feed was all my fucking liberal friends were saying, 10 years, oh, that's so bullshit, it's racist, she got off easy. And then all my conservative friends were, she made a mistake. Come on. It, it could have happened to anybody. Yeah, it's kind of fucking hilarious, man. Because if anything, that's that's how I, I can tell if it's if it's sort of a somewhat fair sentence. You, you know what I mean? If um, if if both Antifa, sides are pissed off. If, if both yes, sides are pissed yes. off. If, if both Al Sharpton and you know people yelling about fucking Colin Kaepernick taking a, a, a fucking knee in a sports game like it's Armageddon you know if if those if both of those people 
are pissed off about the same number, you've, you've probably met somewhere in the middle and congrats. You know, it's, it's yeah, maybe it's not perfect or, or whatever, but I, the thing is, is you're not going to get the same kind of sentence as you would like a, like a first degree murder. Because even though the lady was dumb and completely fucked up about seven steps in this whole process, in her mind, she did think, she was using self-defense. Now, she was 100% wrong, and she's incompetent, and probably never should be a, a cop, and, and absolutely should be in prison. But, in her mind, she was do, using self-defense. Again, wrong. But, the sentence for that is going to be different. Her mistakenly going into the wrong part apartment and mistakenly think that this guy's trying to harm her is not the same as her going, I'm going in to the wrong apartment, not the wrong apartment, but someone else's apartment to kill them. I This guy, is, he's blasted his music for the last fucking time. I hate Norwegian death metal. Ah, you know, like, and, and his music drove her to go in there and, and, and murder him. That is going to be a different charge. That is going to be probably much higher. That's going to be like 20, 30 years, maybe life, you know. It, it, it's 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 going to be you know they have the different levels of murder the first degree second degree whatever um, and then they have things like manslaughter right and and so it's going to be somewhere on the level of a lower degree of murder or the highest degree of manslaughter basically is what this is like if you kill somebody because you're driving a car drunk that's not murder you weren't trying to kill someone but what you did was so reckless stupid irresponsible that they ended up dead this is going to be somewhere in between. I'm going to kill this guy for fucking my wife and I was driving a car drunk. That, that's where this is going to land. So that's why it's not going to be the same as if you stab an old lady in the face. Well, I have absolutely nothing to add because you took my position. I agree 100%. Stupid woman, uh, panicky, making every wrong decision, thought she was in danger, oops, wasn't. This will uh, fuck her up for life. And I'm not sure in my head what the difference would be between sentencing her a, a cop. Ex-cops do not do well in prison, so she will be isolated. They're going to have to protect her. Something's going to have to happen. Um, yeah, but I've seen Orange is the New Black. Their violence tends to be catty. They tend to, they tend to like make fun of her extensions and shit like that. You know, that <laughs> tends to be most of the, um, the retaliation there. You see that new bitch? She thinks she's hard. She thinks she's all that. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Oh, you're going to stab her with a screwdriver, right? Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her she looks like shit. And I'm going to make catty comments about her. She's walking across the, you know. Well, now, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, fucking um, it, it, female penitentiary suck i just i I miss oz orange is the new black made me miss oz (laughs) well i'm just saying that this also um will and should this will and should follow her for the rest of her life um when she gets out of prison it absolutely is you don't do 10 years in prison for killing somebody and then you know i i mean it's yeah it's still it's not nothing it's not a life in prison but it's certainly not a slap on the wrist no, and, and after she gets out, what is she... Yeah, it shouldn't be. A ten, that's why what you said up front, I agree with. It's about right. Everybody's unhappy, so that means it's probably pretty good. You didn't uh, sentence her for, you know, 99 years was the maximum, and you didn't Brock uh, Turner her and say three months, no big deal. Yeah, like anybody, anybody who... Um 
says that she should get less time. They're clearly just they're they're either racist or insane or both. Um, like what do you what what okay how what do you think she should get for breaking into a guy's apartment and shooting him by mistake while he's eating ice cream? Uh, a fifty dollar fine? How low do you want this to go? You know, but um, on the other hand, it yeah, it's still ten years, and the people that because I I feel like this happens a lot where somebody who's who's white will get sentenced for something and especially if it's a completely unfair sentence you know you'll, you'll definitely see this and then it's a, it's a little more justified like with the Brock Turner or something like that but even with stuff like this or like like I was seeing this with Aunt Becky you know from Full House when she was doing prison time for trying to get her kids in school they'll go well it may seem like it's bad but there's this uh, there's this black guy in Alabama, and he's doing 15 years to life for stealing a Kit Kat bar right now. So really, that's what. Well, why don't we why don't we free the Kit Kat bandit then? You know, like why is, that should maybe be our focus at that point. You know, well, why that's, that's what we talked about when we talked about that case. Is John John Legend came out? And, oh, that's right. He did said, basically say that, right? Yeah, don't be angry because the rich person is getting punished more or getting punished less. Maybe everyone should be punished less. Don't don't scream for her to go to jail longer. Scream for everyone to be punished at an appropriate right. level. Like I I don't know. I just find it weird the people that that repost those articles. Like, all right, you're you're telling me. You're telling me that right now if you were at that guy's prison and, and you were going to go see him in visitation, you would look him in the eye and be like, listen, this is a horrible injustice that's been done to you. 15 years is way too long for shoplifting a Kit Kat bar. Uh, but don't worry, we're doing something about it. You know that lady from Full House? She's doing six months for getting her daughter into Harvard. You're welcome. Justice is done. We got you. Exactly. Later. Have fun in the showers. You know. Now, so a follow-up, though, to this whole thing, Oh, and quickly, what I was saying is this will follow her for the rest of her life. Um, I will be curious as to what happens in 10 years, because first of all, as much as she might, I, I, I don't know, I didn't read anything, like any prisoner, I'm sure she might be eligible for early release on good behavior or parole at five years, six years, seven years, eight years, I have no idea. I am sure that the system will probably try and keep her in because if they do let her out early, that will create a shit show. Yeah, yeah. I will I will be curious what happens when she gets out. It's not like she is going to uh, become the CEO of a company or get a well-paying job. This will follow her, and as I said, as it should the rest of her life. I don't know how she makes restitution. The most I think she can do is, and this is kind of disgusting, uh, write a book uh, telling her side of it, and or... She could give speeches at high schools about just how you should read the that. fucking number on your on your door before you kick the door in and start shooting anybody in the, in the apartment. That was going to be my second one after the book, is she can go on a speaking tour, and there are one of two ways of doing a speaking tour. One, go on a contrition tour, go to high schools. I remember in high school, uh, the person that came by and talked about, I did this and this and this, and then I had you know, several beers and got behind the wheel of my car and I killed someone that night. And the entire audience is like, holy shit, you killed someone? So she can do that. Or She's she going to be can... reserved for very special school districts. Like, listen, uh, this district happens to be in a place with a lot of Confederate flag statues and, you know, Civil War statues, things like that. Also, you are um, 
Your state is uh, 48th out of 50 in education. Uh, Not a lot of smart people, and well, people tend to have a lot of predispositions about, um, you know, people that don't need a lot of sunblock, that kind of thing. Uh, You're very dumb and very racist. We're going to have this lady give a speech about uh, how to check your address before fucking shooting people that live inside an apartment. Exactly. Or the flip side, um, she could, because I could see this happening. Absolutely. I can see that we are so, well, who knows where we will be in 10 years. I I should put that out front. Right now, we are so polarized. She could pull a, and I know it's different circumstances, and I am possibly conflating the two. She could pull a Roseanne and go on a speaking tour where she speaks to her crowd and profits off it. That would be sort of like the book side of it, where um, you know, Roseanne got uh, lost her show and is now. I, did we talk about this at all? I looked it up. Her comedy tour with Andrew Dice Clay tickets are pretty fucking expensive, and the few locations I looked up were either sold out or they only had like seventy dollar tickets left, and those were the cheap seats. So Amber could find her target audience and just pander and cater to them. I think she's got to do the opposite. I think look, look so. Everything's polarized between right and left now. Um, the left absolutely hates this woman, which, um, yeah, kind of unlikable, you know? What she has to do is she has to sit in, in, in prison tweeting angry shit about Trump and then come out as non-binary after she gets out. That's the only <laughs> way. That's the only way this works for her. I discovered my, uh, my masculine side in prison. Yes. She has to say, listen, killer cop lady... The lady couldn't read her own apartment number and then she shot a, a black guy eating ice cream. Um, the killer cop lady, the trans man, is woke as fuck. Buy my book. And that's that's how she has to do it. That's, you, the, that's the only way. How do you feel about what happened next? Because I, um, when I heard it, I, I my ears perked and I sort of went, huh, that's interesting. And I personally feel a little, It's I think it's inappropriate, but... Whatever, moving on. Uh, an atheist group, however, when I'm, I'm being coy about what I'm saying uh, about what happened next, uh, an atheist group did not like what happened and has um, filed a formal grievance. The judge, during sentencing or right after sentencing, gave Amber a Bible to take with her to prison. Oh fuck this! This shit right here. This is why, like, I think religion is 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 ridiculous. I think we're just monkeys that ate mushrooms or something, and then we 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 grew up and 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 we figured out how to make nuclear weapons at some point. Like that's that's what I think about humanity. That being said, I will not call myself an atheist. I say agnostic, just because I don't like to get roped in with douchebags like this. Well. This is where I always hedge my bets because I don't know how I feel. Like I said, when I heard that the judge gave a Bible, I'm like, uh, aren't you supposed to be completely neutral, unbiased, non-religion? But I also went, eh, moving on with my life. But at some point... Yeah, like, keep moving on with your life. Also, um, um, innocent man dead because was sitting on his couch eating ice cream when a person who we've trained to protect and serve us broke into his door, shot him unarmed, and, you know, that's that's bad. But according to this atheist group, things got a hell of a lot worse and drove them to action when the judge, after this guy's brother, made a very moving gesture. And, you know, 
This is the good part of religion. The part that makes someone hug someone like this and forgive them and they cry together. That's the good part of religion, you know, but oh no, no. Andy, the douchebag atheist, had to fucking stick his dumb dick into this situation. And, um, you know, no, this this guy's a fucking asshole that's, that's filing this complaint. Well, it's actually uh, Ronald Reagan's kid, Ron Reagan Jr., is on the honorary board. See, let's talk about the brother. Had the brother given this is her Ronald a Reagan's Bible... Kid? What's that? This is Ronald Reagan's kid? Yeah. If um, the brother... Well, then he's going fucking senile early. That's what's going on. Well, here. if the brother had given her a Bible... I wouldn't have given it a second thought. Since it was the judge, that's what makes me go, huh, inappropriate, but, you know, I kind of sort of like the idea that there is a group out there that is willing to sort of take on a fight like this because I don't know how much... Again, I agree with you that religion is is a bit silly. Um, it doesn't offend me when we, we talked about this years ago on the podcast. When when people put Jesus on the snowplow, um, it's like, okay, well, whatever. Who gives a shit? But when it gets into the realm of legal and judgment... Yeah, but this isn't into the realm of legal. This ain't affecting his his decisions. It's not affecting the her. verdict. Now, if her. he starts We don't know the, that because the, it, that, that's part of it. Why would you pull out a Bible at the end and hand it to the person that was fa- just convicted enough, of murder? Fair enough. If somehow it would have been a thing where I'm giving you a super light sentence because you're a Christian and blah, 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 different story. That's not what happened. It's not like she got a slap on the wrist for this and and, and they're not quoting the Bible in their verdict. It was a moving thing where the victim's brother is hugging the lady and and like quoting the Bible or whatever. So yeah, the the it was like the judge got involved too, and I, I mean it was it just seemed like a genuine and, and personal thing between them. And I I I don't see how this is a negative thing at all. I think this atheist guy is a fucking douchebag. He wouldn't give two shits about this entire situation were it not for him getting upset about an invisible man in the sky that doesn't exist. And so if he doesn't exist, you don't need to worry about him. That, that's where I'm at, until it affects your life. And this is not affecting your life. It's not affecting anybody's life negatively. Religion affected the situation positively, and this guy had to be a cunt about it. I, you know, I, I hear you. I don't entirely disagree, but I all, there's a part of me, like I said, that I think it's okay that, uh, what is the group? Uh, it says atheist group. What were they called? Um, I, oh, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. The Smug Assholes Anonymous Association. Wait, no, unanonymous. They well, like to be loud. They're proud if of they, If they just do little things like this, little point like not letting everything slide because it, it's a matter of how much can you get away with. Do you want the Ten Commandments on a uh, public on public grounds in front of a courthouse, in front of a state house? No, but here's here's why this... Here's why this argument or, or, or this um, uh, like lawsuit or whatever the fuck these douchebags are filing. Here's why it's stupid. Here's why I think it goes against the opposite of it. Because no, I don't want the Ten Commandments on the courthouse long, and and, and I and I don't want creationism in public school textbooks and shit like that. But do you, you remember in in the '90s when? church groups would protest like everything like oh there was too many swear words in this and yeah oh, beavis and butt had married with children yes. tv music yeah. song, everything 
And that, that used to go, that used to actually go a long way in terms of swaying the public in a certain way ter- towards, you know, forms of entertainment or, or clothing, like whatever. Um, but then they started doing it more and more. And it, it became more petty and not even really about religion that much. And they're, they're, they're just going after ones and twos. And, 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 and their whole thing was just fighting about ones and twos. Um, eventually what happened is everybody sort of tuned them out. Now, you remember how George Carlin's um, Seven Words You Can't Say, it was things like Shit, fuck, fuck and cocksucker. Yes, yes. yes. Um, try to, okay, um, I would rather be on TV saying all of those things in, the wor- in a row right now than one single N-word with the A at the end of it, or or just or a, a slur against Chinese people on a podcast that will get you kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Now you know it is shifted. It is shifted into a a thing where like that stuff will get you the the racist, homophobic, uh, sexist stuff will get you in trouble. The swearing, you know what happened is we tuned all that shit out. We were like, fuck you, these these people bitching are bitching about everything. Um, I think that will one day, if, if they keep going after uh, just really small things in terms of, oh, this you're appropriating this and that, and eventually we're going to tune that out. But you know what else we're also going to tune out? Um, uh, people bitching about religious stuff if they're bitching about religious stuff that doesn't matter, or even worse, bitching about religious stuff that's actually doing good. I hear you, and... Okay, so in my mind, I can see the slippery slope going both ways because you present a good case and I agree with you. And so in terms of this specific case, what the atheist group did was filed a complaint. They said, hey, please investigate this. And that's where it stands. Now, had they come out and said, we need to sue and get this judge disbarred, we need her kicked off the court, she's a horrible woman... That would be too far. So if it starts to head down that path, yeah, and this is the first step. Well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Because it it could go other, it could go, when I say slippery slope, it could go both ways in my head. If I saw it going that direction, I would say, now they are going too far, just like the religious groups of the 90s went too far. However, could it be a slippery slope on the other side where you have a judge, someone that's supposed to be impartial, saying, uh, this influences my life, hopefully it can influence yours, when in reality, the brother should have the moment and the judge should step back and say, this is my verdict, uh, end of story, because what happens with the next one? It could be a slippery slope either way. So- no, it's, see, my argument's not a slippery slope argument, you know? It, mine is more like a boy who cr- cried wolf argument. Like, no, no one's going to give a shit about, about what, what atheists think about things. If they're if they're bitching about this, something that almost anybody would look at that situation and be like, "Wow, that is a moving, beautiful thing that happened." Even me with the I, brother, I, yes, the brother. I think religion the is judge, ridiculous. I'm not so sure. With, 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 that's what I'm saying. With the judge thing, it is too. Like it's it's. I'm not saying he should be handing out Bibles for any little thing. It Still makes sense for this situation. You know, it makes sense for this situation and. It's. It was a basically a, a, an overwhelmingly positive thing that happened in ter- in terms of the hugging part. It was a beautiful, moving thing. So if you start um, piping up about stuff like that, you will turn the public off from atheists in general. 
And that's not a slippery slope thing. That's like a boy who cried wolf thing. That's like a, you're, you're making a big deal out of nothing. Well, I think people that are going to be turned off by atheists are going to be turned off regardless. Um, I, don't, I don't know that atheists are out there pushing atheism. <laughs> not, not like if they're doing shit like this. This is pushing atheism. That's absolutely what this is doing. Oh, so? I mean, it's not a recruiting call. It's not a, hey, atheism's great. It's just a checks and balances. This judge did something, so we're just doing something back. Yeah, but there, it, it's it, you're getting publicity for your side in such a way that it's it's sort of calling out the other side and 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 getting preachy. And you're getting that's exactly what they're doing here. They're getting preachy and they're getting preachy about nothing. I disagree because I don't understand how they're getting preachy. They're just ask. They're filing a complaint saying they're hey. filing a complaint telling them not to do something. That's that's getting preachy. No, I think preachy would be going and saying disbar this judge, uh, kick her off the court, she's a horrible woman, she crossed the line, and or anytime they go... That would be another level of preachy, I agree. This is still, it's still, it's still fairly preachy. I mean, it's it's not well, this, as preachy I think as you're screaming we should cut her head off, but... Turning it, this into a 10 when it's a 1. They're finally... Like, this to me, when they go after snowplows, that's going to an extreme. This is a judge, this is a courtroom, this is someone that presides over legal cases, I think it's good that it should just be looked into. Maybe, you know, she gets pulled aside and says, eh, don't do that again. And she goes, okay, I won't. And that puts an end to it. That's what I think would be the best outcome. Yeah, but the thing is, is she didn't do anything bad. It was, it was that the defendant was the one, or uh, sorry, the, um, the, the plaintiff's brother uh, the, the victim's brother, rather, was was the one who was was kind of initiating this. You know, he did it because he's he's a Christian and all that. The, the, the judge is a Christian too. I mean, they they did it in a in an extremely positive way. And so I don't I don't think that now once it starts actually bleeding into things like verdicts and 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 laws, yeah, that's that's different. But uh, you know, people being moved by their own personal. Um, you know, faith, that's not, that's not a bad thing. And, and, and I don't think it should be looked at it that way. I'm not going to fucking, you, you know, uh, go piss on the, the front step of a soup kitchen because it's getting government money or something. And, and so I'm not, I'm not going to do that here. Um, I, so the way I look at this, I just realized, as you were saying, I can't remember what phrase you said, but it made me this pop into my head. I think the case should be, um, I, I, the fact that they filed a grievance to me is fine. I think it should literally, the entire outcome should be uh, major league after um, Wesley Snipes makes his first catch in the outfield. He does the bucket catch, and then he runs into the dugout, and the manager looks at him, nice fucking he- nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever fucking do it again. I think that's the best case is where she just gets told, all right, yeah, it was a great thing, positive moment. The brother gave a hug. You were you 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 were moved. Let's uh, not bring another Bible in there and give it to anyone. I that think she had a Bible. Should, I, I think the end result should be like the end of Major League Two, where um, I charge the guy that made this and fucking knock his ass over like that catcher at the end and completely knock him unconscious and um, cover him in dirt or something. Fortunately, I don't remember Major League Two because, oh, what a stink bomb that was. It was it was almost as bad a movie as this guy is as bad as a human being that filed this fucking grievance. Uh, no, because the guy that filed the grievance is just doing okay. It uh, as bad a movie as Amber. He's an embarrassment into, to people that believe in nothing. 
<laughs> he makes nothing look like shit. Absolutely disagree. You got to have checks and balances again. Oh fuck that! This is he's 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 making a big deal over uh, not just nothing but a good thing. What was uh what was the last time Ron Reagan Jr. was in the news? He generally does take up worthy causes, though. I mean, uh, look, I, I don't I don't care. Look, I, I uh, what's what's his name? The the guy that shot up that place in Ohio. I mean, he was a big Elizabeth Warren fan. I'm Elizabeth Warren fan too. I don't like that he shot all those people. Which one am I drawing a blank on? Because I can't think of that one. I don't know. It was it was like seven mass shootings ago. It's it's, it's big, <laughs> I, I kind of remember that a little bit, but I I can't. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> what you just said is true. It was like seven mass shootings ago, so it's already part of the uh, the the gray matter that that just you forget. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I have no idea. What a country we live in. All right, let's go out on uh, some some positive notes then. And by the way, yeah. I do want to uh, be clear. The brother's actions and his speech, just amazing. We should all strive to be as good a person as that bro- as that person. Well, I thought that, but then I read that douchebag atheist's article, and it turns out that brother was technically on the clock, and he works for the government. You can't be mixing... Uh, I mean, I know he's sad about his brother, but he shouldn't be drawing religion into this if he works for the government. See, now you're just whining too much. Now you're making it silly. All right. Um, this fucking atheist already made it silly. He made our he made our whole lack of faith look silly. I well, these are we got. What time is it? Uh, do you want to? I don't want to get into two another heavy article because I got two of them here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna delete off the the big uh, heavy articles and just go with two two uh, I guess uh, under reported news issues that are that are important to today's uh, society. What's going on in the world? Here's a one headline, Russian iPhone user sues Apple for turning him gay. That's right. A Russian man is seeking more than $15,000 in damages from Apple, claiming the U.S. tech giant drove him to homosexuality because this summer, after receiving 69 gay coins on a cryptocurrency payment app he downloaded in 2017, he had to just become gay. So gay coin, Bitcoin. Is it called 69 if it's two gay guys? Not to be like uh, ignorant or homophobic or whatever. I mean, do you think maybe it's the magic number that did it? I don't think you can 69 because, I mean, you'd have to backbend the person on bot the, the person that's on top, his his wiener would have to backbend to end up in the person on bottoms. You That would be... Well, it'd be painful to bend an erection like that. It might be a different number. It might be like a 77 or something. I think they should go 77. Yeah. Wait, now. You could do it, but it would be painful. Is there an upside down 7? An L7, maybe? Oh, here's, this is what's funny. Uh, Scrolling down, I didn't realize this because I saw, I read that it was, he was filing $15,000 in damages. His sexuality is, is, is something very cheap to him. You know what I mean? Like, because you you gotta figure you're gonna haggle. It's not. He's suing for 1 million rubles. This is Russia. 1 million rubles, but apparently. Yeah, but it comes out to 15 grand US. I'm I'm like, dude, that's that's not even gonna cover your lawyer costs here. Right, the ruble just must have taken a shit, or it's like the peso for fuck's sake. But uh, yeah, he, he's uh, it's after <laughs> I love his quotes. Uh, I could say after the passage of two months that I'm mired in an intimacy relationship with a member of my own sex and can't get out. I have a steady boyfriend and don't know how to explain it to my parents. So he's suing Apple because he got these uh, gay bitcoins 
and uh, it included a language that says, don't judge without trying. So his phone made him gay. He got a message and some Bitcoins that said, hey, don't judge gay unless you've been there. So he he went out and tried it. And now as a two month long boyfriend, it's Apple's fault. You know, this um, I, I it sounds crazy, but then you're like, well, Russia's pretty homophobic. You know, it's, I think it's like outlawed there or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah I um, wonder if he could win in Russia here. This would yeah. be laughed out of the courts. I wonder if he will win his suit there. I think, you know, I think if they don't make a a, a, a spinoff movie of this, if this isn't the, the Russian version of Philadelphia, um, they're, they're, they're really <laughs> dropping the ball. This could be really good. <laughs> Just uh, he's in the courtroom crying at the end, like I miss pussy, but I must suck dick. Apple has made me suck dick. I cannot stop. Like it's and then and then the sad music comes up. You know the sad uh, Bruce Springsteen song. It, it, <laughs> it just it just fades. And the poor guy. In the streets of Saint Petersburg. Yeah, yeah. He's now he has to spend all his money on uh, you, you know fashion and and, and musicals. <laughs> Poor fella, well, nothing he can do. What's funny to me is when I clicked the headline, I fully expected it to be something like a gay dating app, like a Russian grinder. The fact that it was yeah, I would have thought Apple had to, had to fight a little harder on this one. I was like, well, it does make sense if anybody can make an app for it. I guess it's Apple, you know. But it was like, nah, they just they just. Uh, uh, briefly suggested it to you, you know, <laughs> and uh, in you were, all in. Yeah, and you thought you'd give it a try. Man, if I tried uh, all the shit I saw on my phone, I I couldn't even begin to tell you how much They just gave you Google in. map directions to where a float is, and uh, <laughs> you, you were done with women. That's all it took. <laughs> Pretty easily swayed. All right. And I dude, you know who you know who else is is fucking up? Uh Samsung needs to Samsung's Russian marketing department needs to use this. You know, uh try Samsung, we won't turn you queer. You know, that needs to be their slogan in Russia. Sell it to homophobic people in Russia. You're you're gonna make a bunch. Samsung, you'll still enjoy the pussy. Yeah. Tired of your tonsils being beat up because that goddamn Steve Jobs convinced you to blow dudes instead of your banging your wife. Well, Samsung won't do that. Buy a droid. Well, the final news story is uh, it's one that I, I think it just happens to all of us all too often. Um, it's probably happened to you, Jake. It's, it's, it's probably happened to me. I should know. I should be more definitive since I am me. I would know if it happened to me. But I'm just going to say it's probably happened to me. Listeners, it's probably happened to you. Uh, man accused of shoplifting turns out su- suspicious bulge in his pants was just his 10-inch penis. When haven't you been walking out of a store and security's gone, Sir, what did you steal and shove down your pants? And you have to go into a back room and show the security guard. No, no. I am not stealing a can of Pringles. That's just my penis. I, every time I go to Target, I am accused of shoplifting and security. They finally know me where it's like, oh, no, he's, he's not stealing anything. That's just Nathan and his 10-inch penis. Yeah, I, well, I get sort of the opposite thing. I go in there and they call security because like, they're like, why is the bulge in this guy's pants so small? I think he's up to something. It's like suspiciously small. What's he doing? And, and they're, they're just kind of weird about it, man. I love, did you click on the story when I sent it to you? Because one, they have a picture of him, the, the news article. This, these are not mug shots or anything. When, when they're talking about what happened, he and his wife, he, he's got his pants down and they show the bulge in an, in an underpants. And to be uh, honest, 
the John Hamm bulge looks bigger. But then they have another shot of him sitting with his wife, and he's fully clothed. He's got jeans on. They're pulled up. And she's just sitting, kneeling next to him with a ruler. It's yeah, yeah, I did. I did really like the pictures in this. The pictures were my favorite because a, the guy totally looks like he's guilty of shoplifting, and not because of the bulge. He just looks like a trashy dude who shoplifts. He does. Um, he does. He, everything about this guy says I I committed some kind of crime before breakfast today. Um, but they they absolutely. It's funny because they're clearly proud of the bulge. But they're not like smiling. She's got a ruler out, and 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 she's next to the bulge, and she's pointing at it. But they're looking at the camera, sad, which is a strange thing. Because if you were really just bragging about the bulge, you'd be smiling and you'd be like, "How big is my dick? So big that it's almost a crime." Oh, you know, and and you would just be, you would just be happy and making jokes. But they have this sad, victimized look on their face. And what I think's going on here is they want to both brag about the size of the dick yet still be able to sue the store. So they have to like just pose with the dick a bunch of times while looking sad and 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 hurt somehow. That is a fucking awesome uh description and idea because to me my favorite quote is it was so humiliating. It's from the wife. It was so humiliating what they did to Steve was I disgusting. Didn't read this part. Whereas like eh, but here you are, you know, if it was humiliating, you would not quickly run to the, the, the sun, the, the, the website, the, the news source. Right. Um, you would uh, put your tail between your legs and go home embarrassed. But you are like, oh, this horrible thing happened to my husband. His, they, they thought his huge penis was him shoplifting. The, I can't believe how humiliated we are that, that my husband, the guy that... Uh, has a ten-inch penis. Like they, they can't tell their story enough. With the caveat, it, it's, it's embarrassing to tell this story to the world. It is so embarrassing to tell the entire world. And you have to know. You have to. Like there is no guarantee. No one anything knows is going what to it's go like viral. To have a thick one. Yeah. Yeah. There's no guarantee that any story will go viral. They knew this story would go viral. This, there is no way around a story about a man with a tenant's penis where the security thought he was shoplifting does not go viral. It's Yeah, it's just kind of weird, though, because they, they clearly want attention for the dicks, the, the, the dick, but they also want to be like, you, you know, they, they want to feel like they've been wronged, you know, because they, they, like they're clearly trying to sue. That's what's going on here. Um, but here, here's the thing. It's hard... To brag about your dick and get people to feel like you're a victim at the same time. Like, it's really... <laughs> it's a fine line to walk. You gotta do one or the other. So you either gotta have them show up in a baggy parish cargo shorts looking sad where you can't see the dick or tight jeans and a thumbs up and you go for a... You, you try to get jobs in porn. You know? It's one of the things. You can either get a lawsuit settlement or a job in porn right now. It's going to be tough to do both. <laughs> well, the the trick is, in my mind, you get the settlement and then you move into porn. Like, you get the money from the settlement right, first. Right, right. Yeah. One and then the other. See, they're trying to do both. And in terms of public relations, it's, it's hard to get the public to feel bad for a man who has a massive wang. It's just tough. It's hard to brag about the size of your dick and get me to feel bad for you. Like, it better be like, I, I, I have a huge dick, 
and I had my leg eaten off by a grizzly bear. Like, it has to be bad. It has to be like, oh, I was accused of shoplifting. Well, I guess the glass is half full with this one, isn't it? What the fuck? Exactly. All right. Um, kids, would love to hear your opinion on the judge in the Bible, because Jake and I are at odds over it. So if you have an opinion... Um, make comments wherever you listen to our podcast. Hopefully we will find those comments. Other than that, uh, contact us directly at jakevever.com or nathantimmel.com. Tell your friends to listen, Put uh, take, steal their phone, put our podcast in their subscriptions, and uh, please go say nice things about us wherever you can. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good week, and we will talk at you next Monday. Later. <laughs>